So when he says, take my yoke upon you, he's saying, take my DNA strand. Oh, God. My DNA has to become that of Christ Jesus in order to be the body of Christ. Once again, when I got born again, man of God, when you got born again, you didn't become a church member. You became the body of Christ who attends a church. You are the church that comes to a church. Okay? All right. I don't have a lot. Look at my notes, okay? I can't go through all this, so we're going to cut through. Let's go to Matthew 16. <laughs> I got to give you a lot in a little bit, because I like, like, like teaching. I want to teach you who you are. You know, I can preach. Oh, we can do it. Praise God. We can jump on the chairs. But if you still leave here dumb, it was for nothing. Come on, sir. Hello. I want to know something. Why be saved and don't know him? Why? Like, why be saved and not want to be transformed? You, gonna, you got saved broke and stayed broke. The devil is alive. <laughs> if I was broke serving Satan, I sure ain't going to be broke serving Jesus. Amen. <laughs> How you doing? Struggling? The devil is alive. <laughs> Glory to God. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to, say, you don't have to stay busted, disgusted. The spirit of poverty works with religion, though. And religion don't always look like the methodology of a servant. Religion is very sneaky. And it works in politics. When Satan fell, y'all know he fell? Okay, and you know he's still falling. Because eternity, ain't no elevator, he going to the left floor. No, you know, he fell, he's falling from eternity. This is why in Revelation he's a dragon, but in Genesis he's a serpent. Revelation is the beginning, not the end. Y'all thought that, oh, it's the garden, the serpent. Well, he started as a serpent, and then by dragon, no, sweetheart, he started as a dragon and fell to a serpent. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm opening a spiritual veil. That's what we do as prophets. We open you up to a realm of truth. We got to make the spirit realm tangible to you. Are we at Matthew 16? Honey, I'm not even at Matthew 16. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, glory to God. Y'all got y'all like the Bible? Okay. Praise the Lord. You know, I got very old school roots. You know, I, I'm I'm Pentecostal and Word of Faith all in the same moment. Uh, don't know how that happened, but praise God. All right, Matthew 16. Are we there? All right, verse 13. Yep. I'm going to be nice. This is my first time. Please get your Bibles out. If you have it on your phones, I'll be putting it on the screen. And y'all need to see it. Okay. Don't come to church. I tell my church, come with your Bible and your notepad. If you got to electronically come, you got to read it. Yes, you got to know it. Yes, sir. I know we got these electronics, but this don't ever lose battery power. <laughs> ever. Praise God ever. You know, I, t I told one, we were somewhere, and I said, turn to this book. They are 20 minutes. They still flipping. I said, because you don't read. You can't. You can't. I'm very invested in people knowing the word of God yes, now. Sir. Very, very much so. And even that means we got to go to coffee, bring your Bible. I'm going to teach it. Because we need to know. This is our constitution. Come on. Oh, you thought it was the American one? <laughs> okay, you think you, there's an American dream for your salvation? 
y'all those type of people? Okay, you got to divorce that your Christianity from American dream, because that's not God's dream. You know, I confront these spirits. I do not care. I done walked up in government, done told, prophesied. I, ain't nobody playing with the devil. And you're not going to feed me something that I know ain't true. Amen. Glory to God. You, you, see, it, it, see, what happened on the pandemic, it was sent to purge fear. It challenged everything in you that would cause you to back away from who God said you are. Come on. So it wanted to muzzle your mouth and put your six feet under. Last time I checked, when I go to the graveyard, they put us six feet under. Mm-hmm. It was a spirit of death assigned to keep us out of who God said we were. And a lot of the church fell for it. It was sent to purge fear. Why? Because you can't be the end time church with fear in you. Because the enemy can only use what's in you against you. And so you got to say, God ain't giving me a spirit of fear. So you got to fight for your soul. You got to make sure that you have victory because he said it. All right? You can't be moved by emotions. Your emotions will deceive you. You tell you, listen, emotions, let me tell you something. I got the mind of Christ. I ain't crazy. We ain't doing bipolar. We ain't doing schizophrenic. We ain't doing it. Wake up. I'm scared. I'm anxiety. No, 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 no. Be anxious for nothing. All things by prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known to God. People that suffer with anxiety have not fully come into the power of prayer. That's the word. I'm not sticking notes. I'm not doing no 20,000 year meeting counseling. Me. Mm-mm. I'm going to put the word in you and you're going to tell that spirit, get out of my mind. All right, 13, Matthew 16, 13. And when Jesus came up the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, but who do you say that I am? See, he was at the coast of Caesarea Philippi. Let's talk about this. On the coast of Caesarea Philippi, there was a cave under the coast, um, which was a temple to the pan god. Okay. Okay, the pan god. Right. And they believed that the coast of Caesarea Philippi was what they called the gate of hell. So when Jesus is on the coast of Caesarea Philippi asking the disciples, who do you say that I am? He was standing on the temple of another God declaring his sovereignty. Okay. He said, who do you say that I am? Because Pan, the Pan God, look him up. The Pan God will release pandemonium, panic and fear. Okay, and, and, and we're at a place now where the pan God's involvement in the nations of the world has been large. And the reason why it has affected us, because Jesus is asking us, who do you say that I am? Because if you don't know who I am to you, I can't be that in you. And if I can't be that in you, you have nothing to stand against the gates of hell with. So he's asking them a question. Who do men say that I am? And it's interesting that all of them thought he was some dead man reincarnated. Well, maybe Jeremiah, maybe Elijah. This is not the era, Pastor Jeremy, where we can allow the church that we've been given charge to not to know who God is. You've been saved 10 lifetimes. Who do you say that he is? Uh, right. <laughs> who do you say that he is? My grandma would say he's a bridge over troubled water. You hear what I'm saying? My father would say he's a provider. He's bread when I'm hungry. See, life is designed to take life out of us. That's why Jesus came to bring us life. I come that you might have life and have it more 
Are you living to that standard now? Come on. Because if he came that I might have life, that means that life is my option. I can choose not to have it. That's what I love about the kingdom. The kingdom don't make you do anything. The kingdom requires your will to be submitted. Religion makes you do it. Jesus says you can have it if you want it. You can have as much of God as you can believe him for. So he's asking his disciples these questions. Who do men say that I am? Uh, uh, they said some say that you are John the Baptist. He beheaded. Some that you say you're Elias. He been dead for generations. Or Jeremiah, which he was just, you know, he been, been, been dead. Glory to God. So they all thought, what were they saying now? They were recognizing prophetic synergy. There was something about the life that Jesus lived that testified of the prophets. And so the only reference that they had to the level of authority and the miraculous and the supernatural and the truth that Jesus lived out was the prophets. Because if you are one of us, there is a synergy that you must know. This is why, this is why uh, 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 when Daniel made intercession on behalf of his nation, he could not do so without the words of Jeremiah. Somebody say prophetic synergy. Yeah. Why did Jesus have to meet Moses and Elijah? Prophetic synergy. He had to meet the spirits that were on his DNA. Uh, I know that's deep. That's fine. Just cellulate it. Take it. Oh, God. I don't understand it, but my spirit receives it. Glory to God. He had to meet them. He went on the Mount of Transfiguration, and, and who got religious? Peter. Oh, let's make a service out of it. We need to make a, a denomination. Let's call it the tabernacle meetings. Let's make a booth for them. You can't make no booth for no spirit fool. What are you doing? So God invites us into these realms, and the first thing we do is get religious. Yes, sir. Let's make a booth. Not honor no spirit, I'm not. The only booth we need is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so... He's in this place. He's meeting Elijah. He's meeting Moses. Why did he have to meet them? He came in the spirit of Elijah. The Bible says prophetic synergy. And he came like the Moses, like unto uh, the prophet, like unto Moses. Moses said, God's going to raise up from your brother and a prophet like unto me. Who was that? Jesus Christ. So he had to meet in the spirit world yes, sir. who he was. Yes, sir. Let me tell you, for every calling, there's a course in the spirit world that you must walk up on. If you're a shepherd, you got to have a shepherd spirit. Yes, sir. And so you got to know what a shepherd is. You got to know uh, uh, the, uh, the enemies against sheep. So you, you can't protect what you don't know. You got to know the stranger, the wolf, the hireling, the thief. You got to know those spirits that attack sheep. Come on, you're a shepherd. What you guarding against? Grass? <laughs> you got to study. Revelation must be studied, researched. You must research your calling to become that. Ain't no Jesus called me, yeah, but what does that mean? He called you to do what? Well, I just know that the Lord, mm, honey, you don't know. Just say, I don't know. Yes, Going through a long litany. You don't know. Well, who did he call you to? Could you imagine if Joseph was trying to run healing meetings? <laughs> They'd have still been hungry today. He had to understand his identity. What kind of prophet was Joseph? He was economic and governmental. Yeah. He wasn't trying to heal the sick and raise the dead. He was trying to make sure they had grain. Yes, sir. 
He builds storehouses. He builds systems and structures that retain wealth for people to come. All the nations came to him because he had the wisdom. Even the, the people that didn't serve God said, this brother got it. And so what happens to us in church, I'm talking about identity for a reason. What happens in the church is everybody's trying to run the micro, have a gathering and have a microphone. Chick-fil-A do that. They got microphones at Chick-fil-A. They talk in the front and they hear them in the kitchen. We've adapted business principles calling the kingdom. No, honey, that's just business. Kingdom, Jesus said, is casting out devils, yes. healing the sick, and raising the dead. If you're not doing that, you have not done the kingdom. I'm sorry. That's what the Bible says. It's in righteousness. It's in peace. It's in joy in the Holy Ghost. Come on. You got to have that joy. I'm not going to let be depressed serving the devil and come to Jesus and still be depressed. The devil is the lie. The joy of the Lord is my strength. We're trying to define kingdom by how big your house is, how much money you got, how what kind of car you drive. The devil is a liar. Don't be deceived. Satan tried to try Jesus with that stuff. I give you all of the majesty and glory of these kingdoms. Glory means wealth. We have to understand this so we know what we're against. All right. Let me see here. Y'all with me? And the sister was trying to tell us victory belongs to Jesus. Said, amen, church. <laughs> it belongs to Jesus. If it belongs to Jesus, who else does it belong to? Why? Because I'm the body of Christ. Stop tolerating the devil. Just punch him in his face. Just kick him. Devil, shut up. I'm telling you how to live free. When they told me they was going to cut off my limbs, whose? Okay. Yeah. So you think? So you thought? Well, you're about to see the manifested Christ right now. Amen. So symptoms started coming in my legs. Like I couldn't walk and stuff. I jumped off my couch. Devil, you won't take my legs. Amen. If you're not willing to fight, the devil will kill you now. Amen. Some of us, for two reasons, like to stay sick because we like the checks. And we like attention. Because something in our soul was never validated. So the only way we get attention is staying needy. <laughs> I'm not, we, I'm coming to knock that spirit out. Oh, uh, how are you today? Uh, that Eeyore spirit, you know. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Tigger is Tigger is a wonderful thing. And Eeyore, I don't know. How you, how you doing today? I'm just, I'm coming up on the rough side. Of the mountain. Well, honey, you better get some Heinz feet. <laughs> Doing my best to make it in. Well, how long are you going to be coming up that mountain? <laughs> Every time we see you, you coming up the same mountain. The same one, Israel, 40 years? Why? You don't know who you are. So you tolerate what you're supposed to triumph over. Yeah. All right, let me read this. He said unto him, but who do you say that I am? Okay, I'm hearing what y'all are saying. The people are saying, but you walk with me. We ate fish together. You see me raise the dead. What you going to say I am? It's people in church that don't know him. That's sad. It's sad. 
We more aware of what CNN say, but what Jesus said. Okay, we want to stay in political spirit and refuse the Holy Spirit. That's fine. Hallelujah. Verse 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ. The Christos. Thou art the anointed one and his anointing. See, they were trying to figure out who Jesus was, not who the Messiah was. (laughs) They knew Mary's son. But they didn't know the, the lamb that was slain. So everybody's saying, well, you may be this. Why? Flesh and blood revealed that. But there's a dimension in God that flesh and blood cannot reveal. Yes, sir. And that's where our identity lies. Who does that? Thou art the Christ. The son of the, not the son of Mary or Joseph. Maybe he's John the Baptist because they was kin. Mm -mm. There's a dimension in God that only the Father can reveal. And when you see that, you see you. Let's read this. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou. Why was he blessed? Because he knew something. You know, the blessing comes upon what you know. If you don't know you're blessed, you won't walk in it. That's like saying, I'm going to give you a million dollars, and you don't know it. So you're walking around, God, I need a breakthrough. So I've been tithing, Lord. I've been believing. Brother, I just gave you a million dollars. But if you don't know it, you can't release it. What you know and what you don't know does matter. He said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, blessed are thy Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood, are y'all with me, have not revealed. The only way I'm able to tap into who I am is by revelation. Shout revelation. If I do not have revelation, I will never know who I am. That's why Paul prayed in Ephesians that the eyes of our understanding will be flooded with light, that we may come to the hope. You got to know the hope, but you can't come to that without revelation. The Amplified says that your eyes be flooded with light. Your understanding be flooded with light. What is that? Revelation. Revelation moves at the speed of light. We're trying to get information, but we're void of revelation. Information is fallen. Revelation is eternal. And faith can't be faith unless it's revelation first. You ever tried to repeat something that worked for somebody else and didn't work for you? Come on. Well, this is what they told me to do in church, but it ain't working. <laughs> I done marched around Jericho by faith. Ain't working. The wall's still standing. Hello. <laughs> What's going on, brother? They told me to do this, and it ain't working. You know why? Because you became a parrot. Well, void of re- revelation is what moves things. Not just repeating it. So you got to ask the Holy Ghost to open your understanding so it can be revealed to you. So that when you say in the name of Jesus, that thing moves. If the Bible says I can speak to a mountain and it be cast into the sea, I'm not going to keep going. I said the word said. Speak to it. We pray about stuff instead of speaking to stuff. Yeah. 
Why we pray? God never said pray about it. He said speak. You know why? We have not, we have not been fully invested in the authority he said he gave us. We, have not, we don't believe it. We're scared to become I am. We're scared to. I remember back in my hometown, and I'm going to wrap up with, yeah, I'm going to wrap up in a little bit. Uh, I, I, my hometown back in Pennsylvania, they had a whole witch's school, like Harry Potter, whatever, Hogwarts, I don't know. Anyway, they had this whole thing going on in my city. And I was like, y'all training witches down the street from our church, and we having church? I told my pastors I won't be in church this Sunday. They said, I said, it's, <laughs> it's an event going on, Super Sunday, I'm going to be on the street. They said, well, you, I'm going to be on the street. They said, okay, well, you know, we'll take a team, take a team. I said, mm-mm, because I don't need to try to fight with people that don't know how. So all of us going to get healed. And you too slow and you too, uh-uh. <laughs> no. That power be to knock you over. I'm like, what happened to y'all fell off? <laughs> so I went up to their little tent. They was doing their little, a lot of stuff that looks like church. See, it's a lot of spiritual activity that don't have his chromosome. Yes, sir. I don't care what people are doing in church. I want to see the Holy Ghost in it. Yes, God. Okay, what tongues you talking? I want to hear his voice in that. Yes, Jesus. Because the devils do the same thing. We were at a service. I got a whole lot of stories. Y'all like stories? Good. Um, we were at a service. <laughs> makes me nervous. around. I'm going to tell them anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> we were at this service, and they were worshiping in Philadelphia. Lord, we worship you. And I'm not going to get with the whole dim lights. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to be nice. This is my first time here. So they're doing that. And I was like, okay, this lady is casting spells at the altar. While everybody's like, oh, no, that's the glory of God. You're an idiot. That's witchcraft. And she was had her little stuff, little stuff, little stone. And they were like, oh, my God, I'm so grieved. I said, tell her to stop or leave. I'm just so grieved. Oh, my spirit is so grieved. It's witchcraft in here. Okay, tell it to stop or leave. Yes, and so nobody, everybody was so grieved, but nobody confronted the witch. Excuse me, hon. Excuse me, honey. We worship Jesus. If you want to do this, you can leave or get cast out. Which one do you want to do? You want me to cast your devils out? She grabbed her little stuff. I said, okay, bye-bye. Ain't no, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. We cannot let that stuff enter the house of God and not discern that it's witchcraft. Amen. The Holy Ghost don't contort your body. No, he does not. Come on. I'm just in the cl- You a reptile? That's a reptilian spirit. The Holy Ghost ain't no alligator. We got to discern this stuff. But we got to know who we are. We can't confront it without I am, you see. So I went to this tent, and they were doing their thing. That looked like some of our favorite worship leaders, don't it? (laughs) You better watch these spirits. And so they were doing their thing. So I walked up on the tent, and they started doing this. So they said to their headmaster, um, we don't know who he is, but his light is blinding our frequencies. We can't get a proper reading on these people. Can you ask him to leave the tent? 
I step closer. They <laughs> 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 said, what, what, what is happening? And then they were like, can you just leave? No, can you just leave? Leave my city. <laughs> come on. If we, Mount Carmel wasn't just for Elijah. Oh, come on. My God's going to answer by fire. Yeah. And so I prophesied to the headmaster, knocked him out in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Dismantled his whole school. He shut it down. Uh, went back to church. Praise God. We, we got to know who we are. Look at it. Look at it. Let's read it. It says, flesh and blood have not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I also say unto thee that thou art Peter. When you come into Revelation, you come into identity. He started as Simon Bar-Jonah, but ended up as Peter. Thou art Peter. I got to bring you into who you are because you can't go further than who you are. And if your identity is still wrapped up in who your family was, you'll never come into the fullness of freedom. My family came from the countries of Fitzgerald, Georgia. Country, my mother was the first graduate. She got many masters. She could have been a superintendent, superintendent, but she decided not to. Girl, why don't you go all the way? Mm -mm. I have options, excuse me. Now she's starting a nonprofit to flip the whole urban education. Mm. Amen. Why? Because when she found out who she was, mm -hmm. it no longer mattered who she was. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I don't care what your past said you are. When you come up on him, he's going to change the game. So it said, I, I called out Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus at this point identified Peter. Thou art Peter. This is the revelation that I believe many of us need to, that we read beyond, but we need to slow down and see it. As Jesus is holding a conversation with his disciples, he places identification on Peter. Peter is the Greek word petros, okay, for the word petros, okay, meaning a piece of rock. Okay, so when he said thou art Peter, he was saying you're the Petros of the Petros. You're the piece of rock from the big rock. Okay, I can't. You, 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 you're, a, you're a chip off the old block. You say you, you are part of the DNA that I am. Okay, you are a piece of who I am. You carry a portion of me, but the body makes me whole. When you walk up on who he is, you become that. I am Petros. Upon that revelation of who you are, I'm going to build my church on identity, not religion. Almost through. Look at this. Piece of rock, larger than itself. When Jesus says, thou art Peter, he was prophetically declaring to his mantle nature, you will be a piece of the rock myself, and from that I will build my church. It's interesting that Jesus says he's, he's going to build his church and not build a synagogue. Yes, sir. Come on. Come on. He's oh going God. to build his church. Oh How does he build his church? Oh Through goodness. mantles. Wow. Revealing the stone that they are cut from Jesus Christ. This is why Hebrews 3 says Jesus built his own house. Yes, sir. Because when you are an apostle, he's the Hebrews 3 says Jesus Christ is the apostle of our profession. When you are that, you must carry a building anointing. 
He says this. So let me skip on down here. Where did that part go about the... Uh, they knew the synagogue. They knew the temple. But they had no idea about the church. The word church is the word ecclesia, meaning called out ones. And the deeper, the deeper meaning is the root word keluo, meaning to command. So there has always been a governmental mandate on the church. Okay? From its foundation. Right? The Spirit of God tells us in 1 Corinthians 4, 9 through 11, be careful how you build. Right? Uh, the foundation of the church has always been the apostles and the prophet, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, according to Ephesians 2, 20 through 22. As we're entering into this new place, we got to be cautious on how we build. Yes, sir. We cannot rearrange God's house to the time. Yes, sir. Yeah. I don't care what's cool and popular. If it don't got no glory on it, we're not doing it. Amen. My worship team was like, I like that song. I said, it's not God. We're not singing it here. Well, everybody's singing it, and that's the problem. Everybody is following trendy things and not the truth. Worship is eternal, not trendy. Man didn't create it. The heavens did. There are certain songs we will not sing because it, it is not worship. Look at them. They waiting for me to start singing it. They know, like, what is he going to sing? We're not singing. We don't do reckless love at our church. I'm sorry. Okay. There's nothing reckless about God. He's not a reckless God. Neither is love. He's not climbing up mountains. He told you to speak to him. Mm. Okay. He's not lighting up shadows. He said dwell in the shadow. Okay. All right. He's tearing down lies. No, he's not. He told you to cast them down. You Stop lying on God. Stop it. Because it makes you feel good. Right. No. He's not doing it. He's not tearing down walls. He's not doing it. He did all he was going to do on the cross. It's time for us to pick up our cross and follow him. And see, we get, we get uncomfortable because it speaks to something in us that's not whole. So we sing it because it makes us feel good, but it never worships him. Notice the song they sing in Revelation about the blood, about his holiness. You're only worthy to receive honor, glory, and none time it said us. We don't like to sing songs about the blood, but that's what heaven's singing. And we wonder why demons are coming to church and leave demons. Yes, sir. We don't sing about the blood. Just think about your, your walk with the Lord. How many series have you heard about the blood of Jesus? Do not raise your hands. How many series have you heard about the blood of Jesus? You see that there? Because the blood has the power to overcome. And if you don't know the power of the blood, how can you exercise your right as Christian? If it's good enough for the angels to sing, it's good enough for us to teach. Yes, we have a whole generation that don't, don't understand the authority of the blood. So when stuff come up, instead of starting to plead the blood, they cuss. Listen, when, where I'm from, there are storms, real storms. And the electrical work, I'm done, because I wanted to get this out, because I do have to get to flight. I, there was electrical work. And the way it's done, well, they tried to put it underground. Well, maybe if they put it underground, when the wind blows, the electric don't go out. Right. And so me, the Bible says I overcome by the blood of the lamb. So I went outside. I said, hey, storms, let me tell you something. I know you hear me and you know you have to listen to me. Right. OK. OK. Um, I, I take authority over destruction and I plead the blood over every wire that supplies our development with electricity. You can blow, but you won't knock our, our Wi-Fi, our electric. You won't knock it out. OK. 
So, you know, my neighbors have those cameras that are like, okay, Pat's out there talking to nobody. <laughs> uh, he's, he's out there again doing that thing. Okay? So people are watching this. Yes, sir. Electric doesn't go out. Okay? Things came upon their life to kill them. They remembered the boy that was speaking to things that were not there. And they said, I need to find, they started calling me on Facebook Messenger. The doctor says I'm dying, but I remember when you spoke, stuff happened. Amen. They don't believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. They were a witness of a power of a God they never believed in. Mm -hmm. They're alive today. Why? Mm -hmm. The blood always wins. We have to recover this place. You can play. We have to recover this place of I am. We have to recover this place. We have to become into who we are. We have to get there. So I have like pages and pages and pages and pages of notes that I really cannot. I taught this in Bible college, in Belize, in other places. We got to know our authority. They're looking at my mantle. I had a vision. Let me explain it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> hey, not you. And so I had a vision that God was mantling a generation with fire. Now, fire reforms. And so, you know. I started making, this is one of the first of the collection, um, prayer shawls, fire mantles. I said, God, is, he's raising a generation to be clothed in fire, just like he did in the upper room. And, and, and you know, clothing is anointed. The woman touched his clothes and got healed. She never touched him. That's why I do handkerchiefs and towels. We sent towels to cancer patients, and we saw cancer come out of breast. We're not playing. We, we got to be the body of Christ. Body of Christ Church, it can't be a name on a building. Yes, sir. It has to be a seal on your heart. It has to be. What church you go to, Body of Christ? Well, do y'all miracle signs and wonders? Well, wait a minute. The body of Christ is power. It ain't just a gathering. We can do this on Zoom. Yes, sir. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Don't hear what I'm not saying, but hear what I am saying. We must cellulate the body of Christ. We must become that word made flesh dwell among us. So God can send us to the gate. He said, upon this rock, I'm going to build my church, the identity. And what's going to happen? The gates of hell is not going to prevail. The gates of hell cannot prevail against a church that knows who she is. And what I came, I'm not just preaching to everybody in this room. I'm preaching to the territory. I have to announce to a principality of the new thought. Yes, sir. It's called stratia. The weapons of our warfare, stratia, are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. What is a stronghold? It is the mindset of a strong man. And so the apostolic mantle and dimension has to address the principal thought over a territory. And that's why outside voices are good because they don't live here. They're not under that thought. But they can re reveal it. Because sometimes we can come in agreement with the principality thinking that's just how we do life in Iowa. Principality, you know they were ancient. Like they're smarter than us. They've been here since the fall. You know, Satan fall, his power fell with them too, right? His authority was left. And so he had to hijack the gene pool of man to gain authority in this realm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
he split the first. Uh, I'm not, anyway, glory to God. I don't want to go there. But we have to begin to become that body. Yes, sir. That's why communion is so powerful. It ain't just no bread and no juice. Come on, come on. We do it on first Sunday, all white and black. <laughs> no. He said, if you cannot partake of this, you have no part in me. Jesus told them people, eat my flesh, drink my blood. Brother, you crazy. Is you a cannibal? What you mean, eat your flesh and drink your blood? The Bible says when he got offended at truth and followed him no more. He looked at Peter and said, you leaving? Um, yes, sir. Ain't nothing really to go back to. Yes, sir. Honestly, you have the words to my life. Yes. Oh. Oh. So I'm, I, we gonna have to fight, but I'm following life, fighting. God wants to bring us into a greater revelation of who we are, so we stop tolerating what we don't have to. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this house. I thank you for these pastors. I thank you for these people. I thank you for this territory. God, you're building as a solid foundation in this territory. Father, I thank you that they're coming into the identity of who they are as the body of Christ. Uh, these, these past seasons, because, you know, I don't care how long this church has been planted, you've been taking root. The work is just beginning. You've just been in root. You've been in root. You've been in root. It was getting its roots in. But now the work is just beginning. Now the work is just beginning. And so God is going to begin to challenge many of you. I wish I had time to prophesy one by one, but I'm just going to give you some instruction. God is going to begin to challenge many of you in identity. He's going to confront the soul of who you are because you can never go beyond where your soul is. And some of you, God has to confront those addictions. He has yes, to confront sir. the trauma. He has to confront those appetites. He has to confront those character issues in your soul that life did to you. Now, don't feel condemned about it. Be set free from it. But in order to become the body of Christ, the Bible says that the law of the Lord is perfect, honey, and it converts the soul. You got to be courageous enough to take your soul through the course of conversion. You know, we've, we build up dependencies because we haven't really trusted him. That's how addictions start. I did a three-month series on the soul code, recoding our soul. Recoding our soul to its original place, and that's life. When God breathed into man, man became a living, not a wounded soul, not a bitter soul, not a sick soul, but a living soul. And we have to go through the process of becoming a living soul because Satan wants to kill us. And so we have to invite the word into those places till it converts our soul. Let's lift our hands. Father, I thank you. I release in this place an impartation. I release in this place impartation. I release in this place impartation. Hey, Rosa, apostolic grace, wisdom, and revelation. I arrest every crippling disease. I arrest every tormenting spirit. And I say, today, your assignment is over in the name of Jesus. I command you to loose the minds and loose the bodies of God's people. I take authority over every spirit of passivity. And I declare that these are not doormats, but these are warriors. This is a house of warring champions. 
And Father, I decree that they are rising to that place in their spirit. Father, I thank you that they will have the courage to press beyond the oppression of religion and the traditions of men and the traditions uh, 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 that have come throughout a religiosity and the gods that sit there. Father, I release them to be the body of Christ. I release them to be the I release, I release an endowment of the spirit of faith. I release. Well, he didn't lay hands on me. I'm telling you, my mantle's potent enough to give it to you if you want it. Spirit of faith. Spirit of faith. Spirit of faith. I come against self-righteousness and spiritual pride in the name of Jesus. God, you give grace to them that are humble, but you resist the proud. But Father, I thank you today that God they're coming into their self. They're coming to that identity. I saw the Spirit of the Lord. I just want to minister to you because you're just a nice person. I saw the Spirit of the Lord giving you new strength in your body. The Lord preserved your life. He pulled you out of a horrible pit. And many would not believe the things that God has set you free from. But you're a testimony of the grace and the mercy of God. And it's time for you to see that grace and mercy that you're worth it. You are worth dying for. You are worth rescuing. You are worth redeeming. And you are worth healing. So, Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that he is a son of God. 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 He is not an orphan. He is not rejected. He is not abandoned, but he is a son of God. So, Father, I thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. And the peace of God. Yes. Shalom. 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 In Jesus' name, shalom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, shalom. You're going to make it. Hear me? You're going to make it. Keep your head up. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. The voice of a stranger you will not follow. Yes, God. Yes, God. Your mind belongs to Jesus. And you tell that devil, listen, we're not going there today. Victory is yours. Victory. Victory. Father, I thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. I thank you for victory. Y'all be blessed. Y'all increase. There's some property that's coming. There's property that's coming to you. There's property that's coming to you. God's going to open up real estate for you because you need to build. You hear me? You, is, you need to build. You need to build. You have to build. You have to own land and build on land. You have to own land and build on land. There's not a, it does not yet appear what you shall be, but as he's appearing to you, you become like him. Amen. And so what you have to build in this era, in this time, has to have the yoke of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so he's going to give you favor with real estate. He's going to give you favor with property. He's going to put a scribe anointing in your hand to write and to produce writing. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But God is, he's challenging what you know. He's challenging what you know. And so you got to come out of this knowing him alone. And so he's, he's got to uproot and replant. Why? Because this era and this time, the ecclesia has to arise. And that's the DNA that's on the inside of you. So that's coming. That's coming. Real estate, land, understanding. You're going to get an influx of people that are in business. And so they need what you have, but you got to know that. 
And so God is going to begin to take your direction and your focus other places. It's not the devil. It's not distraction. It's the kingdom. And God is bringing you into a greater spectrum of what that looks like and what that is like. So you can, re you can uh, duplicate that and multiply that in this territory. Okay? It's not a coincidence that on October 1st I'm here. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Right after Rosh Hashanah. That God would start your new year with the prophet's mantle again. God is announcing something fresh. There's a fresh announcement. There's a lift your hands. Father, I thank you. Barasata. Barosoto. Rusta. Basse. Basto. Rustiki. Barata. Father, I thank you for that anointing of grace coming upon them in this hour to build what you've called them to build and accomplish what you call. There's a strong prayer anointing. I hear the sound of prayer coming out of your spirit. And God is going to be unlock that intercessory realm. There's a dam you keep hitting in the spirit. And God is about to shoot you past that place into power and victory. I see your hands, hands of fire. The Lord says when you pray, it'll shatter. It'll break. It'll move. You've been hitting up this spirit. But that's breaking. When you go into that realm this time, you'll recognize the door has been open. The door has been open. All right. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for having me.